Hey everyone, welcome to episode 28 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff, where it's always Tuesday in the studio and Wednesday in your earbuds. This weekly midweek break is sponsored by no one in particular, so we can bring you all of our opinions unbiased. Well, not really, but anyway, as always, don't forget to check out last week's podcast, Tis the Season of Expectation, where we decided that as disciples and because we believe we essentially are people who bring hope, we are people who create avenues for God's mercy, and we are a people who live out Christ's love to everyone. You can check out last week's episode, I would encourage you to do so, or any of the previous 28 in the archives. And you can share your favorite with your social media, family, friends, whoever, by going to hospitalchurch.org slash podcast or by listening and distributing directly from iTunes. Uh, you can share on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can find all of our outlets uh, on social media at hospitalchurch.org slash contact and all the links there to connect you. You can text us your thoughts, join the conversation at 407-965-1607 or email podcast at hospitalchurch.org. Someone came up to me last week and said, seriously, you read the email every week. Have you gotten an email? I'm like, well, you haven't listened to all 28 because then you would know that we did get email. So no, 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 no. So yes, at, uh, at times we do get emails. So that, uh, that is important. Meet, worship, serve was this weekend. This is our annual event for everyone to get involved and take, well, at least the morning yeah. of their Sabbath and get involved in the community. Um, John Monday started off kind of our return home, if you will, mm -hmm. for the only service that we had. <laughs> uh, John is our executive pastor here at the hospital church, and he started off the worship service with a look at a hope of things to come or maybe hope of things to be bestowed upon. I don't know how exactly that uh, that played out. You'd have to watch that and decide for yourself. Uh, but more directly, he was speaking from and to Jesus' message of Matthew 20, verses 26 and 28, and the revelation to his disciples, much to their dismay and even their mama's dismay, that even he, the Son of God, did not come to be served, but rather to serve. And there's something about Andy uh, serving that just fits our humanness, right? I mean, there's something that happens in us that allows us to relax, be ourselves, interact without our guard up, kind of just be more like Jesus. Yeah, serving can be a good thing, can't it? <laughs> well, it, it, it was a different – I don't know how to describe it necessarily, but I did notice that this past week, you know, everyone was kind of walking around and, and through the halls of church in a more oh, – oh, Lifted up mood a little right, bit. Right, yeah. and in a state of fashion that would normally denote a weekday or maybe more accurately the traditional church work be. Uh -huh. You know, everyone shows up in their jeans and <laughs> grubby old tennis shoes or they don't care if they get paint or worse on. Um, and it just – everyone seemed a little less on edge, a little less guarded, and maybe more open to the usual casual hello or how are you, just maybe a more genuine. What, what yeah, about that? Well, well, there's something that's – I mean, that Jesus knows that calling us to service is for our good. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> our yeah. good again. And he, uh, you know, he, he says that he wants us to serve. As, as he was sent in the world to serve, he sends us in the world to serve. And we'd really rather really do almost anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's easier, for sure. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, the, the it's always better to give than to receive really kind of hits home mm -hmm. uh, with that. So what did, I mean, everyone, there was a, a, a good-sized group of people that uh, signed up for, I think it was a total of eight or ten activities oh, total? Oh, yeah, at least. Something like that. Yeah, I think about 250 
some odd people were out signed up underneath obligations or opportunities to serve. And then there were there were others we found out later that had served like uh, I was talking to one of our assistants here. They served in Claremont as a family. Oh, okay. And then went back home and watched the service from on from home. home. <laughs> yeah. Well, and who else? Uh, uh, someone was up front as we were yeah, calling people yeah, up front. Jody Howell. Howell and right. her family had picked up a, a private project in their own neighborhood to do. And then Polly Townsend, of course, uh, shared how she had just not going to participate and then woke up and thought, I should do something. She went and visited one of our shut-in members. Yeah, Yeah, that was awesome. That was great. So that was worth uh, just to go back into the archives and watch that sermon or that message that the program, if you will, um, from this past week, you can do that at hospitalchurch.org and click on the archives up on the left-hand corner. And besides that, I mean, you're used to seeing Andy – you know, sharp dressed man, suit and tie, jacket, looking good. The knots, the knots on his ties not, are not, always not, looking not, real good. He's got good. that yeah. down, and that neon green was that looking good. Neon on green you. Uh, college park <laughs> partnership T-shirt. Yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting that Polly, Polly and um, Jody, and doing their private pieces and some others. Now we found out about that's really. What meat worship service is really about? It's it's the idea that on this weekend we schedule, and here you can sign up, and there's an excuse to go do something. Whereas it's sort of you know just to take the initiative on our own and sort of plan it and think it all up. That can be a little a bit of work. But the idea is if you go and experience it and you try it, that that becomes it becomes a, a way of life, and you do right. it, you do it as an individual, not just you know, as a collective church group. And so Jody, I think, and, and Polly, they sort of epitomized that in their two efforts that individually they, and they reported to our congregation. So what you're saying is this isn't just an opportunity for, hey, look at us. No, we're no. doing something. We're doing something <laughs> awesome. Because I think that was part of, you know, when you when they came up, that was my first thought, especially Polly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just, I mean, if if watching that <laughs> section right there, because you know she's saying she's hard of hearing, so she doesn't always hear what's going on and. And, um, but she's here, Mm -hmm. uh, but that she took that opportunity and it was like, man, that's what a real disciple, that's what a real friend looks like when there's nobody, you know, it's not, no, no one would have known. I mean, essentially she could have done Mm -hmm. that in any week and maybe she does it a whole lot more than she would ever say. Um, but it's a way for, like you said, for someone else to be able to see that, Hey, look at, look at the smile on Polly's face and then tell me that you don't want to go and help someone that you know that needs some help. And there's opportunities within our own neighborhoods. And so next year we're actually talking about, uh, encouraging people to do some, you know, think about uh, before you think about signing up, is there something in your neighborhood or something in your workplace uh, that you could be able to make a difference if you serve? Yeah, so we're going to do this again? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. We've, already, we've already set the date for 2017. <laughs> we, we set the date this morning. So how many years um, has this been going on? Ah, this you may know? be four or five, I'm, four or five? something like that. Yeah. So where did the idea start? Actually, Tammy uh, said, hey, we ought to we gotta get out of here and go serve. And that's sort of in the staff meeting, and we went from there. That crazy Jesus-loving <laughs> woman, you know? So does it look different than it did when we started? I mean, is it kind of morphed through it, time? It, it does morph a little bit. And we just, we today, we, we sort of took apart the service and what we had done and said, okay, we think about next year, what can we do, uh, for instance, little kids? Uh, we know we noticed that our first thing was a little discouraging because our one of our lower attendance weeks is that week. We only have one service. Right. And uh, so we said, what, is there a way we could be able to help people be able to come? If we had still had uh, classes for our youngest, for our tiny tots and toddler kind of groups. Yeah. And then 
some more interactive, intergenerational pieces for for people with small children to be able to easily do them. Uh, that, yeah. That, Try to think, keep that in mind for next year a little bit. And yeah. there were several other ideas to just about how to how to maybe set some goals of participation from our congregation. Yeah, we you know we have a to say okay we we would like to get you know sixty percent of our congregation participating next year or you know some kind of number. Yeah. So that when I when I give my part when I go and serve, I feel like okay I'm part of something bigger than just myself and I'm helping reach a goal kind of thing. Well, and I noticed that there were people that I know are members here mm-hmm. that were not physically here so obviously they would not be here to participate right. but i know that from last year they they did participate so maybe we're getting even though like you said maybe 250 people this year maybe it's a different or it's obviously a, a somewhat different group than last year right. so interesting we had uh, we had we had guests here this weekend uh several guests that had oh, come right. to church uh, and then they they plugged in actually some of them came intentionally because they knew we were having me worship service they wanted to be part of it and they're not even part of our congregation regularly well that was my next and, question did they did you know was it did they show up and say ooh i don't know well have there any. were some that showed up and said ooh <laughs> <laughs> but there were there were others that came intentionally to serve and, and some people that went to different projects that are have been part of our congregation and now worship with a different group of people but they wanted to come back and be part of this day well, I wanted to share just a little bit about um, my experience. Uh, we had, uh, of course, it's uh, my wife, Heather, and myself, and uh, my 10-year-old, Ellie, and 6-year-old, Emily, uh, which Emily is already semi-famous for being easily lost within the church since we transferred our membership here a little over a year ago. So when we looked at the list of things to do, we said we were thinking about the uh, joining you in Winter Park, um, and then or College Park, College Park, College Park. and then um, I said, "Geez, I don't know. Uh, someone's going to have to watch her because everyone here at the church already knows that when we're trying to find her, she thinks it's a game and it's very, very tough to to keep <laughs> track of." So we ended up with Chrissia from Outside In, where. Uh, they do mobile boutique events for at-risk teenagers, allowing them to go able to be able to go shopping for free, gently used clothes, mm-hmm. but stylish clothes. And, you know, kind of at a time of life when fitting in is at yeah. a premium. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we just we drove a short distance from the church to their storage unit, which was by plan because those are uh, by definition space. confined space gated. Uh, <laughs> And twice we had to find them outdoors looking at the gate, seeing if they could get out. So, But it was a good choice. And um, it was a good opportunity uh, for my 10-year-old. She had she wanted to go up front in the worst way. And I said, yeah, go up front. You can, sure. you, can, you can share your story. She was so proud of just being able to know that she was making a difference, just sorting clothes. Right. You know, we right. sorted hangers. We, <laughs> you know, we picked up trash. We, we threw stuff out. We... Uh, organized their storage space so it's easier for next time. We loaded racks for their next event. And just to see Chrissia, she was, you know, this was a big deal to her. And it was, and it's a big deal to us too, because then you you get that, that feeling that, you know, you really did make a difference. Even if it was, even if you never meet the kids that are going to wear these clothes Mm -hmm. and get to go shopping, if you, and you know, if just a fellow church member, you know, if you impacted their life, that's, that's huge all in itself. And we have every year find that, so members who don't really know each other get acquainted at, at this event. Yeah, uh, get, I, we did Going too. and serve together, it's a great opportunity for them to be able to share and, and learn learn about each other. I, I hope that, again, we're as we think about the future, locking in on some of our ministries that we're already affiliated with, so that hopefully a person will, on this day, just get introduced and then be able to sign up to help maybe throughout the year. We've talked about bringing people here that day from the ministries 
and doing like a ministry fair uh, as well about here. You know, if, if you enjoyed today, you can sign up to be able to do this kind of thing in the future with us as well. Yeah. So it's really it's really important to sort of keep it going. Um, of course, then we got back and we had steel drum bands and carolers and, <laughs> and cookies <laughs> and snacks. Interesting combinations. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was interesting because you almost felt like why I'm like at the opera with the way they're dressed, and I'm here and like you know we, you know uh, the um, what did John say we stunk? Yeah, right. And uh, speaking of that, uh, Daryl Toll um, had uh, sent out an email. And uh, Tammy had forwarded it to me, and he was just uh, kind of telling his employees about the the experience of what they had. They were over at the Second Harvest Food Bank, which mm-hmm. if you're not aware of that, you can look it up online, Second Harvest uh, Food Bank Orlando. I actually know someone on their board and have been there a couple times. It's a great, great uh, opportunity to be there. But they were sorting meat, which uh, – Eddie, Eddie Braga gave, kind of gave us, they set a record for sorting apparently the most pallets of meat in a however many hour shift. So that, uh, that was pretty good. Um, he basically kind of went through what they did in the morning. And then he said, we gathered at noon in our church to share stories from the morning. We were sweaty, dirty, dressed in jeans and t-shirts and smiling from ear to ear. One of our pastors got up front and told us that we smelled kind of bad. Didn't seem very nice until he added... You smell a lot more like Jesus today than you normally do. Light bulb. I'm sure his comment was quite literally true, given the environment in which Jesus and his, and his disciples spent their time. But there was a real spiritual truth in that comment as well. And I thought he kind of summed that up real, real well, just about how impactful it was yeah. to sometimes just go out of the norm and put yourself out there and just find out what God can, mm-hmm. can God can do for you or what he can show you or what he can open up just through a simple, what were we, two, three hours of yeah. service? Right. Not, not, not a big long time, but you meet, meet people, share life, and uh, and sort of, and of course, the, the theme of the day was was the season of hope. Right. And you, it was able to bring hope to people's lives and make a difference and help them see the future better. Well, and that's where, that's where I was headed next in that I really appreciated the transparency that you delivered this week's message. Um, you know, sometimes words can kind of get lost in talk or in, in a message, not on purpose, just sometimes can happen. But you delivered a very passionate and even at times a very emotional message that seemed to hit home to you. And it really did to me too. And um, what I wanted to, one quote that little section here, you said, and here's what you did today. Maybe it wasn't a sun or moon or even a powerful search spotlight, but today as individuals and collectively as a church, you allowed Jesus to make his, his word a reality. You are the light of the world. Today you pushed back the darkness with light. Today you said darkness will not prevail. We will be the light. When the light comes, darkness vanishes. Today we reached for our mission by engaging in our vision, outside these walls, engaging in serving. We have hope. That was, yeah. I mean, you know, I a little wordsmithing there. Today we reached our mission by engaging in our vision. <laughs> but it was really true that those kinds of things that we know they're out there, we've heard them, we've talked right. about them here in the podcast, and it's always being talked about from front, which is so important to keep it in our minds of what we're doing and why we're coming while together we're, each while week. We're here. Yeah. But that was really... Um, you know that 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 just hit home in a real a real way for me, yeah. and it, that was, it was appreciated. It was a, that a, a nice day of actually practicing a little of what we preach. <laughs> <laughs> Doggone it! And yet, and yet, it was at the end. It was like, wow, that was over quick, right? You know, and so hopefully that will uh, uh, 
uh, put that out there. One thing that we wanted is we kind of start to wrap everything up. Um, there is a uh, our justice ministries, which Chrissy, who I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, is in charge of that. And there is a community service survey that we would love for you to take and know what service mm-hmm. opportunities you might be interested in to get more involved. The link uh, will be in the episode notes here in the podcast, so you can go there in iTunes, uh, hospitalchurch.org slash podcast, or um, it's it's actually a survey. It's on SurveyMonkey, but you'll find both of those there, the links that you can actually go and take that. It shouldn't – I already took oh, it. Yes. Uh, I think Brief. it – what, maybe two, three minutes. Yeah. It shouldn't take long at all. And that would really help plan, I'm assuming, for mm-hmm. next year and just for other things that we might be able to help people steer as they come to us as a church and say, hey, how can we be involved? Right. Just connecting people with, with needs. Yeah. So you can also send an email to the Justice Ministries Director, as previously described, Krizia, at hospitalchurch.org. That's K-R-I-Z-I-A at hospitalchurch.org. And she, I'm sure, would be happy to answer any questions or give you any additional information. So if you missed this past week's message, it's a, it's a longer service than normal because it was Shorter just one. Shorter sermon, though. Only 13 right. minutes. <laughs> Only 13 of Andy, but it was 13 quality minutes. Uh, you got Steel Band playing there. You've got John's comments to get to get started, you had the carolers all dressed to the Dickens oh, you, look to the Dickens, right? For sure. And it, when you watch it, the one thing that I noticed and I wrote down as I was watching was there were just smiles that couldn't be wiped away, mm. and yeah. it was just an, uh, a completely different feel than not completely, but it was a different feel, and it was a good feel. So as we wrap it up, I just want to leave you again with a couple of Andy's words from this past week in that uh, shortened sermon. Um, In these words lie a thankfulness for who we are individually and as a church, but also a reminder that there's work to do, good work, rewarding work, today's work, God's work. And Andy, uh, towards the end, said, Our hope is not just in the hereafter, but it is also in the here and now. We are called to bring relief to suffering and to defeat the darkness here and now as we wait for that day when there will be no more tears, no more hurting or destroying. And that is something, if we can remember that each day, each week, as we just kind of remember that, yeah, we are waiting and we're anticipating and this time of year brings those more to the forefront, (laughs) but that we got work to do. So um, our weekly revolving invitation to join us live each week here, 930 or 12 um, online hospitalchurch.org. You just click the watch live on the main page. And if you're local, please do come and join us. Uh, either of those times, there's Bible studies in the middle at 1045. And this upcoming week, it's you again, right, Andy? Tis the season of joy. Tis the season of joy. I had tis the season, but I missed the joy part. So, hey, we're going to have joy. So you're not going to want to miss that. So, uh, for- and sound doctrine. Is going to be playing. Ooh, so, yeah. Now you really don't want to miss Great it. Music. Even if you're not, uh, <laughs> even if you're not in house, do check that out online because you won't want to miss that. Richard and Sound, Doc, uh, Sound Doctrine always do a fantastic job. So until next weekend, episode twenty nine. This is Randy for Andy and Tom. Missing Jeff this week, but he'll probably be back <laughs> next week. Saying thanks for joining, and we'll see you then.